What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm your host, Hayes, and on today's episode, we got a lot of news from around the NBA. We got P.J. Tucker, Nicholas Batum, the Bulls now being considered the front runners for Rudy Gobert back in the driver's seat for that. We also have news around Kyrie Irving, um, uh, the Heat interested in Mo Bamba. We got a lot of interesting news surrounding the NBA as we head into the draft and NBA free agency right around the corner. We also have the Bulls releasing their, their summer league schedule now. This could be interesting, this could be not, but we'll talk about all that and more on today's Chicago Bulls Central. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So first, we are now getting reports that because of Zach Levine now expected to re-sign early in, in free agency, that the AK is shifting his focus to go more towards what what the free agent goals and things like that and so we did hear pj tucker did opt out of his contract now i do want to be clear here and be open is that pj tucker opting out of his contract could just be to get more money and stay with the miami heat re-up on a shorter term deal but we'll see right there is a chance but there is now reported interest from the chicago bulls when it comes to pj tucker now my thoughts on the pj tucker signing is that it would have to come to me on the back end of a trade and here's why is that especially if you hear something like the Rudy Gobert news, which we'll get into, P.J. Tucker's contract is already $7.4 million. If he opt out of that, that means he's looking for a raise or maybe, maybe, maybe he'll take a little bit less money on the first year for a little bit more money on the second year because he's probably going to want a multi-year deal. But my issues only with this is that P.J. Tucker would take most of the mid-level exception. And I think the Bulls' biggest, bigger need is addressing that front court help and depth that we need. Now, if this comes as a secondary thing to a Rudy Gobert trade, then that concern goes away. But again, just looking at P.J. Tucker, $7.4 million already on his contract. He opted out of that. The Bulls have that $10.1 million, $10 million um, mid-level exception. Now, that can be spread out over multiple players. But I've always thought that the Bulls were going to more so use that to, to go after a center. If they make a trade, they may not. They still would probably need some front court depth. Maybe they feel like they can get somebody on the veteran minimum for that. But considering all that and the framework of that, yes, PJ Tucker, very solid player still in his in in even in his age. Um, he gives you a lot of minutes, brings toughness, things like that, brings a lot of things that we do need on the Chicago Bulls team. My biggest concern there is just how much of that mid-level exception he would take, considering that's the Bulls' biggest chip as far as signing a free agent this offseason. Now, again. Like I said, trades, other things can happen to kind of offset that and the Bulls still bring in a lot of things. We still don't know what's happening with Kobe White, things like that. So that could be all for not, but that is, I wouldn't be lying if I didn't say that that was a concern, but let me know what you guys think down below on Nicholas Batum, I'm sorry, PJ Tucker and his possibility coming to the Chicago Bulls. If it took most of that mid-level exception and him being the biggest free agent signing that the Bulls make, do you still like that as much? Let me know what you guys think about that down below. Next one, Nicholas Batum. Nicholas Batum also kind of fits that same mold as P.J. Tucker. I don't think he brings the same type of toughness, in my opinion, but could be an interesting piece for the Chicago Bulls to go out there and look at on that free agent market as they look to really, really fix this bench a lot. Um, it's really interesting. Like, there hasn't been any strong reports. Kind of just what you hear now and around this time, you guys know I like to kind of clear things up as we get closer to free agencies, that you're going to hear a lot of anytime a free agent is either opts out or says they're going to test the market, you're going to hear just a, a bunch of teams that it makes sense for them to say, hey, there's a, this team may be interested in it. And sometimes it's not a lot there, but sometimes where there's smoke, there's fire. 
But this biggest thing next up that we're going to talk about is Rudy Gobert. So this thing, this Rudy Gobert thing has gone now circled around a couple of different times. So it started off that the Bulls were interested in Rudy Gobert. Then it kind of seemed like, hey, the Bulls were not willing to include Patrick Williams in that deal. The Hawks then uh, rumored had a package that the, I didn't think the Bulls could just um, t could match at all. Now that John Collins thing, that uh, was a package surrounding John Collins from the Atlanta Hawks, seems like they're now in conversations with the Sacramento Kings, which now we're getting reports that from Mark Stein that he feels if, the, if Rudy Gobert is traded, it's going to be to the Chicago Bulls. They are right now the front runners to land Rudy Gobert. Now, the framework of that deal, how it works out, we know Vooch would have to be included as just the first piece to even get anywhere close to the contracts matching. Patrick Williams would probably have to be a piece there. Or Kobe White, considering their contracts are close to, the, to about the same, that still doesn't get you quite close enough. The Bulls would have to throw in another player as well. And we'll see. Could be could work out to be a, th a three-team trade. We don't know. But the, considering that, you know, AK and Eversley seem like they're going to be aggressive, at least in exploring the trade market. Are they now willing to, to put Patrick Williams on that trade table? Now, this is something I had a video before uh, saying that would the Bulls regret waiting on the potential of Patrick Williams? Now, this this could be, again, one of those situations where there's a lot of smoke and not a lot of fire. We'll see. The fact that it's kind of turned all the way around, sometimes with this is what you see in, in news like this is that you're getting information kind of. A, a couple of days late. So if this Mark Stein thing is coming out a couple of days late and, and and now outlets are running with it, it could very well be something that was more so thought about at the beginning of this trade conversation when it came to Rudy Gobert. We don't know. At the end of the day, it's it's extremely interesting the fact that we keep being mentioned with the Rudy Gobert thing. And if that's something that's really there, if it does turn into something that's truly an option for the Chicago Bulls, um, I mean, hey. It would be AK and Eversley definitely saying that they're trying to make a move now um, to win a title. And, you know, I don't think that a Rudy Gobert trade alone gets you, gets you close. I don't even think that, you know, adding tra trading away, let's just say it is Kobe Vooch and some filler, and you get to keep Patrick Williams in that 18th pick. You, let's say you get to keep Patrick Williams, but you strip out that 18th pick. I don't know if that still gets you close enough. Now, that gets you a way better defensive front line than what we had last year, but I don't know how much closer that actually gets us to title contention. We'll see what happens with that. As we know with AK and Eversley, they explore every option and every deal. And I and I have said they're going to make a deal that's completely unexpected. Now, this Rudy Gobert thing, if it ends up being that, is it truly unexpected at this point? I wouldn't say I wouldn't necessarily label it as unexpected just because it's been talked about so much right now. But, you know, listen, if it does happen, shout out to AK and Eversley for not sitting on their hands and, and making a big time move, one that a lot of team, a lot of fans, a lot of outlets, a lot of sources just didn't think that the Bulls would be willing to trade Patrick Williams quite yet. I've been very vocal on the fact that I didn't think that the Bulls would look to trade Patrick Williams anytime soon, but maybe they see this window now and they see an opportunity to bring in a great defensive center and they're willing to roll the dice on that. Now, if it's Patrick Williams and the 18th pick, if they get Patrick Williams out there and somehow they get to keep the 18th pick in that type of move, it, it, it can, it can not hurt as much. I don't I don't know. Like, I really I, I don't have any permutations for what that deal is going to look like if it does go down. But, hey, the fact that the Chicago Bulls are still in that conversation, the fact that they've revisited and reopened those talks, according to, like I said, Mark Stein, uh, HP basketball, those type of outlets are reporting that we'll see if it ends up going down the draft two days away. And we will see how the Chicago Bulls team and what type of moves AK and Eversley are going to make starting then. I'm not saying that we may see the big move happen then. But I do think we'll start seeing how aggressive they're going to be 
at that NBA draft with what they do either with Kobe or the 18th pick and try to acquire more picks. We'll see. But let me know down below, as we hear now that the Bulls are back being in the front running, in the in the pole position, so to say, to land Rudy Gobert, how does this make you feel? Have you changed from your original stance on if you didn't want to see Rudy Gobert come in or if you did want to see him come in? Has that stance at all changed in the week or so since this was first rumored? Mine hasn't. I still don't think Rudy gets us there per se, but hey, it, it would be a hell of an aggressive move and a statement being made and sent to the league and free agents that, hey, the Bulls are really trying to go for it, and maybe it attracts some other people. Now, to get back to that mid-level exception, this is what I want to talk about. We'll be going over. I'll be getting into it right after the draft. Actually, Friday, I'll be talking about whatever happens at the draft, and then I'll be giving some of my list of free agents and, and mid-level exception candidates. Um, but as we get closer to that, it, it, it's just so hard right now to kind of say what the Bulls are going to do in free agency because they could make a huge move at the draft that completely changes everything. But we'll be on the lookout for that. Let's go ahead and get into the next topic. The Bulls Summer League schedule has been announced. For the most part, everything but one game has been announced. And most of these are going to be televised. So we have uh, July 8th is when it opens. Uh, we have games on the 8th, 10th, 12th, and 14th um, against the Mavs, Knicks, Raptors, and Hornets. These are all going to be televised on either ESPN2, NBA TV, and I think the first game is on ESPN NU. And then we have another guaranteed game that has not been scheduled or and is still to be determined. now. Summer League is usually a fun thing, especially when we have a rookie or several of them to see. That was the first time we really got a look at Io DeSumo and um, Patrick Williams. For I think he only played a game. Marco Simonovic last season as well. I don't think Io is going to play in the Summer League. I could be wrong with that, just considering how good he played and how big of a factor he he, felt he sets to be in. His role is determined, so I don't know if he plays in Summer League. He, he very well may. Um, but I, I think we're going to see Marco for sure. If we end up keeping the pick or whoever we draft is definitely going to be there as well. It could be an exciting time to just take a look at some players. Let me know if you guys are interested or how excited you are about the summer league. I get excited about any and all basketball. It gives us something to cover. It gives us something to talk about. And it gives us a good look at the at at all the rookies, right? It's not just our own rookies, but it gives us some of the first looks at that incoming draft class in the NBA. So. Uh, just let me know down below what uh, if any of these games are you most excited for. Do you think the Bulls are going to have a marquee rookie playing in that? Because we very well may not, but we'll see what happens with that. It's just an exciting time. This is one of the most exciting times, in my opinion, in in sports, uh, this draft and then free agency following right behind that. Um, it's going to be a lot of news. And as you guys know, as news drops, I will drop episodes. So while I'm dropping this fairly early, if there's any news that drops in the middle of the day, I will be dropping an episode. This is Chicago Bulls Central. We're your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related for a reason. That's because we drop when the news drops. But other than that, that is it for this episode so far today. We'll see if I come back with another episode. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you follow the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave us a text and our voicemail, number to do so, 773-270-2799. Like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.